John J. Rogers. Welcome to Frontiers, John. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Okay, is everybody ready? All right, it's good to be here today, and we're going to spend a little bit of time. We're going to spend 24 very short minutes learning about how to interact with automotive. And by the time we're finished, I hope that your mind, as well as the way in which you think about automotive, will be transformed. So let's begin. Thank you very much for Frontiers of Interaction for bringing me here to talk to you about it. What we do is we bring together fabricators, engineers, designers, and enthusiasts who love vehicles to express their ambitions and what they want to do with cars that are meaningful to them. These can be cars, these can be boats, these can be planes, they can be bikes. Our story is one of transforming the way in which they come to life. This is the first vehicle we've created. It's called the Rally Fighter. It was created in our community, this community of designers, engineers, fabricators, and enthusiasts, and it had about 200 people that contributed to it. So these 200 people over the course of 18 months brought this car from an idea, just a tweet, to something that was living, breathing, and finished and is now in 35 customers' hands across the world. These are those customers coming to our facility in Phoenix, Arizona, and making their car with us. They spend six days, they start with a group of parts, and they leave. And if you watch the time-lapse photography of the build of a vehicle, it's one of the most motivating things you can see because these parts all come together in a very fast succession and the customer leaves with this huge smile on their face. This is one of those customers that just left our factory with his car. And this is what it looks like outside of the factory and with a space where they're being built right next to each other. This is challenging the notion that you need to build vehicles in the way in which we've done it. From the time of Otto Benz and Gottlieb Daimler and Henry Ford, where we invented mass production of a vehicle, our tools and our capabilities have moved so far beyond where that world was in the early 1900s that we should reimagine the way in which we bring vehicles to life. And because vehicles are so important to what we do every day, we want to make sure that we have a new way of thinking about our life and the way in which we move around. It's our belief that we can make vehicles five times faster and a hundred times less expensive than the way we've done it in the past. Five times faster and a hundred times less expensive. This is a picture of my grandfather and my father. My grandfather owned a motorcycle company back in the 30s and the 40s. It was called the Indian Motorcycle Company. Some of you may know the brand. And I think the thing that means the most to me as a man that I lionized as a hero so much is that he failed at Indian. And he failed because the pace of development was too slow and the cost of development was too high. And changing consumer demands forced him to do things to the bicycles, to the, to the motorbikes, that he could not keep up with given the time and the money that he had. This has been the story of automotive production and we see it in Italy, we see it in Korea, we see it in America, and we see it in Brazil. You see it in developed and developing countries and we need to change the way in which we bring vehicles to life and we're already in the process of doing it. Today at Local Motors, we have over 30,000 community members that contribute to the design of these new vehicles. That's an amazing capability. This is not a social network. This is a 
professional network of people with shared passions. Together we get together physically. We get together physically all over the world in 120 countries. And we also get together virtually in order to be able to bring these projects forward. And we think of it as sort of a four-step organizing process. We create it, we develop it, we build them, and then they take wing and we modify them. It happens in our central collaborative uh, platform called The Forge. Nothing other than a place for people to organize what it is that they're doing. And we provide tools. So this is an example of a tool that is brought together by one of our partners. And this partner, Siemens, came together with us in order to be able to deliver a tool to empower our community. I'm going to show you a couple of examples of some tools that we offer. And what these tools do is they take you as a professional in the world of the 1900 Henry Ford Auto Benz way of building vehicles and they give you back those tools in a way that you can afford them, in a way that you can bring them into your normal life as a hobbyist or as an individual creator or professional. This, for the cost of a pizza, for $19, for 14 euro, you can buy this software that is equally as capable as that which you would use at an aerospace company or an automotive company, and you can work with the online tutorials that we have on our site, and you can learn how to be able to improve your capability and your skill to develop. These are some of the projects that come online. Today, at our site at the Forge at Local Motors, we have well over 120,000 projects that are being worked on. There is no idea that is too good, and there is no idea that is not good enough or worthy of being spoken about. We're here to educate people, and it's our call to everyone who has an idea to come and make it known so that people can join with you to make them better. This is an example of a bicycle that was just developed last week, a tricycle, in one of our competitions that was going on. The gentleman who designed this is from Romania. He wanted to build a foldable bicycle, that it was a trike, had two wheels up front, and would be made for the Milan market. He was looking at helping a large corporation, the Between Corporation, to be able to reinvent the way in which they're doing bikes. And this was his creation that he came up with over about two weeks of work. And it was a fantastic set of work. He was joined by 90 other people doing the same thing. 90 people, two weeks, many different ideas, all helping a corporation and helping themselves to bring their ideas forward. Here's another example of a service we offer. In this service, we offer the ability for you to be able to draw two-dimensional shapes that you want to turn into a physical object made of hard metals, aluminum, steel, stainless steel, titanium. You can draw them using CAD software, you can upload them, and in the same moment, you can click to create what that will look like, you can show it in its assembly, you can then put that part up and get a price from it immediately. It tells you how much it'll cost to buy one or a hundred, and in the local motors fab shop, you can then have that delivered to your door and create a real part. Now, we've heard a lot about 3D printing in the last couple of years. And for those of you that have been to a maker fair, has anyone been to a maker fair here? Hands? Anyone? Some brave people. Yes. So we have about a tenth of the audience that has been to a maker fair. My frustration with maker fairs is that it's always things that I can't necessarily find myself using. And what I want to change with that, what we want to change with that as local motors, with things like the services that I've just talked about, is the ability to bring real things into your life that you can use to prototype, build a business with, change your life. These are some of the things that we offer. 
We also believe very much in open development. So that first vehicle that I showed you that was collaborated and designed by 200 members of our community, the Rally Fighter, that vehicle is now available online for you to download any of the information that went into it. All of the CAD documents, it's open source. It's available under Creative Commons. This is the end of the creative, develop it, build it, and then mod it. Modifying your vehicle requires that you have the data and the instructions that it was created with. This is our wiki. Augmented reality is on many people's mind. Mauro's workshop yesterday, which was a fantastic workshop, talking about the development of augmented reality, is where we're going in the creation of projects, built projects. They needn't be full cars. But the point is that with the development of a wiki, something like this, you have all of the instructions online for the 200 people that came together to develop that car. It's been professionally reviewed. It's been reviewed by amateurs, but it has been brought along to probably its 19th revision. So you can go online today at rallyfighter.com or you can get it through localmotors.com and you can see all of the steps it takes with YouTube videos and the full complement of what is effectively augmented reality to understand how that car comes together. So if it breaks down and you have a connection to the internet, you can see or your mechanic can see how to fix it. This is what these cars mean to people. And this is what they say when they come by. When was the last time you had a relationship with your auto company where you could help create your vehicle and all of the instructions that it was that it came from the beginning when it was just an idea are passed along? And this is what it looks like on the floor. It's clean, it's fast, it's safe, and it's a place for you to engage in automotive. And this is what it means. This graph basically shows some of the new automotive companies that we talk about. You hear about General Motors making a Volt or Tesla making an electric car or Fisker making a hybrid vehicle. These companies are fantastic in what they've tried to achieve, but they've tried to achieve it in an old model. They've tried to achieve it by replicating what was done in the early 1900s. It's important for us to be able to think of a world where we can do things five times faster and a hundred times less expensive. And if you look at the small dial on the right, this is the reason why we're making a change. The small dial on the right that shows the, the light green circle that all goes around, those are the number of community members that we were bringing to bear when we were developing this vehicle. And 200 of those 13,000 community members are the ones that actually posted instructions. Go to a big company like General Motors, you may have 2,500 people working on one project. 2,500 people cannot keep up with 13,000 that are engaging in a project. And especially when those 13,000 have self-selected to be part of a project. That's passion, and that's what it takes to be able to bring products to life faster. This was me handing one of our cars over to the President of the United States. Now, why did he care about what we were doing? Arguably, he has more important things to do, but not when it comes to changing the way in which we use energy in the world. There's probably nothing more important for all of our leaders of our countries. And what we showed is that we could take a vehicle, a design, a new vehicle, different from the first one that we created, and in four months, we could bring it to life. So we collapsed 18 months of work into four months. Now, we don't recommend doing this on a normal time scale, but when the President of the United States is asking, we decided that we would try to deliver, and we brought a vehicle for the U.S. military to life in that period of time. This is one of our next projects. One of the large trucking companies in America has come to us and said, can you help reimagine the way in which we build vehicles? This project has just launched, and if you look in three weeks, you will see the first entries for the initial concept for this coming up. 
And I encourage you to think about the fact that this engages aerodynamics, it engages engineering, it engages design, and it engages the user in the experience. Check it out. This is one we just finished. This is one that I referenced before. For Between, we've designed a vehicle that would work as a uh, human-powered hybrid electric trike for the Milan market, primarily directed toward women. This is a niche vehicle. This is taking Milan, this is taking Milan as a subject. It is taking a woman in Milan as a subject and saying, what is the vehicle that you would use? And it's taking a large company, Oxelane, the Decathlon Group. Between is the brand and reimagining a new product for them using a community of users. So a little gut check. If you've been tweeting, what I hope you've been tweeting is what's on the right. If you tweet what's on the left, these are some of my left's favorite, but I think it's worth it because we hear all the time, laugh out loud, what the heck. But there's an idiot between me and the stage is one of my favorite tweets. So if you have a, a moment, you can use some of these as you tweet out to Frontiers of Interaction or follow us at Local Motors. Okay, moving on. This is the Rally Fighter, made by you in America. You have to come to a local place to build this vehicle. And it is our hope that you will find vehicles from Local Motors that are made by you in Sicily, Local Motors vehicles that are made by you in Kenya, Local Motors vehicles that are made by you in Singapore. It's about engaging and making things different. I believe that we've abdicated, that in many ways we've given up our responsibility for developing products at large auto companies. And if you draw that to a logical conclusion, we may have given up our responsibility for developing products well beyond the automotive industry. An executive from the Gartner Group, a big research group, recently said that the iPhone is the new Ford Mustang. Bullshit. The iPhone is not the new Ford Mustang. The iPhone is very exciting, but it doesn't replace the way you move yourself from one place to the next. And moving the heavy atoms is what's brought you in front of us today. And the Twitter stream and the socially connected world is very important, but we need to remember that real products that move heavy atoms require safety, they require regulation, they require passion, they require you to engage more than just two senses. And you need to cowboy up if you're going to develop those products, and that's why we put this image up on stage. It's about connecting to people that are not just in your company and not just in your country, not just in your state. Many people have shared ideas or different ideas, and bringing them together is important. The editor of Wired magazine, Chris Anderson, who inherited Kevin Kelly's work and has brought it to what it is today, said that with Local Motors, the era is about moving away from bits and moving into atoms. It's taking open source that started with software and moving it into hard, heavy, immutable atoms to do things. And we think he's right. This is one of those effects that I think about, hard, heavy, immutable atoms that are shared. Did anybody watch this happen when James Cameron went to the deepest point in the sea? Another show of hands. Did anyone see? So here we have 30,000 tweets in the first eight hours, 26,000 followers in the first eight hours. This is a young man, he was a boy when he started to dream about the Titanic and he wanted to go and see it and then he made a movie about it and then he made a movie about Avatar and then he decided I'm going to go myself and have my own undersea adventure and he did it. He funded it himself and we followed him to the bottom of the ocean. I believe he's inspired generations of ocean explorers as a result of the hard and heavy atoms that he moved around at the bottom of the Marianas Trench. So Bill Joy, the founder of Sun Microsystems, he said, no matter who you are, most of the smartest people work for somebody else. That's a challenge. 
people who work with you may not be the smartest folks. Try that out when you're talking to the person who sits next to you and see if they like it. Okay, so what we have here is a picture of the Industrial Revolution, the way that we often think about it in history books. And this is what happened when it went five times faster in the United States. And this is what's happened as it went five times faster yet again in, in East Asia. 200 years, 50 years, 10 years. My, pres my uh, position to you is that individuals can take it back in two years. Individuals can be the future of the next industrial revolution. If you know some of these companies, you'll know what I'm talking about. These are companies which empower people to make a difference in the industrial economy. So how to do this? In my last five or so minutes, one of the things that I'd like to give you is a prescription for how it's possible to engage people. I believe it is four simple steps. Now these aren't magic. You could divide them up into eight. You could divide them up in a different way. But what they represent is the most important learnings that we've had in bringing a very complex cyber mechanical device like a car or a bike or a boat into reality using a collaborative group of people that span the globe. First, you need to lead. You must have a vision about what you're going to do. Do you want your vehicle to look like this? Or do you want your vehicle to look like this? This or this, this or this. It doesn't matter. They mean different things to different people, but you must make a choice and you have to have a vision. Do you want your world to look like this? Because if you want your world to look like this, then that's what it's going to end up looking like when you produce it. These are eventualities of each other. This is Detroit. This is Bellevue Avenue. This is where the Packard plant was. Packard was a great automotive company. It then was bought by two other automotive companies. And if you don't keep up with what the legacy is of what you're going to do, then you will have an industry, a city. Many of you probably know cities where you've either lived or where you live now that look like this as a result of industrial production. So this is the next step. Do we want our world to look like this? If you do, if you're all excited about electric cars or hybrid vehicles or other things like that, you need to recognize that you may have to inherit things like this. And is this what you want your world to look like? Getting involved in that conversation no longer is something where you have to throw your hands up in the air and say, I don't know, there's nothing I can do to affect that. You can. You can have that discussion, and I encourage you to come join us at Local Motors in what we do. So the next step, you've got to organize. First you lead, you create a vision, and then you need to organize. So managing those items in organizing is basically taking responsibility for things that other people won't do. And remember, this works for more than just cars, but this is my four how-to. After you create a vision, then you manage and organize for the things that your community won't do. The next, you respect people. You respect them for their contributions. It's about saying thank you. Nobody walks into a party except this party, and gets up in front of people and just talks for the whole time. I wish that we could be having a conversation and talking about what you're passionate about. Because when I get up and lecture to you, it shouldn't be for very long, because it's not respectful of the feedback that you need to give for me. And when somebody is a winner, it's also about celebrating them. And when someone is a loser, it's also about saying, you didn't win, and here's the reason. But you might win next time. That's respect. And then engagement. This is the new currency. People ask me all the time, how do you get people to contribute in what you do? And you say, it's not about money. It's about engaging them. It's about asking questions and listening to what they have. So those are my four how-tos. 
And here's an example, something that I think we could talk about for a long period of time, but I'm going to throw it up on stage. On the left, on the y-axis, you have the knowledge that it takes to make something. This is a prescription for what type of engagement is right when. On the bottom, on the x-axis, you have the use knowledge. So let's talk about a product. Take a razor, something you shave your face or your legs with or something like that. The people who know how to make a razor are on the left, and the people who know how to use a razor are on the bottom. This is when you decide what kind of community engagement is good for what type of product. Not that many people know how to make a razor. So you're down at the bottom on the y-axis. But many people know how to use it. So you're over on the right. This says to me, as a general rule of thumb, that crowdsourcing, when you talk about shaving razors, exists as an opportunity for development. Think about this matrix as you think about whether for your product and development you should be in one of these quadrants. How many people know how to make what you want and how many people know how to use what you want. Okay, why now? There are three reasons that this evolution has happened today in hardware development. The first is that we have broadband communication. The second is that we have open innovation legal protections. When you have an idea, it no longer gets stolen in the same way that it would have just five years ago. And the last is that you have access to professional tools and services. Broadband, legal protection for open innovation, and a decrease in the cost of professional tools. It is these reasons why I submit to you that those four steps of doing open innovation for things like cars, for things like shoes, for things like uh, education, these things can all come as a result. So my, my entreaty to you, what I would ask for you to do is don't ever say that you can't do something complex and engage in the hardware world. The hardware world is one where we need to improve because we've improved in software, we've improved in design, but some of the things that you've seen at the frontiers of interaction today are asking you to stretch your mind and think about how can I take a product that's meaningful in my life that costs money to develop and build and how can I do it faster and how can I make it more meaningful? We've done that with cars. We will continue to do that with cars. And our promise to you is to have the most socially responsible, most sustainable, and most exciting vehicles on the road, on the sea, and in the air. That's what we do at Local Motors, and I ask you to join us in that same pledge. Thank you very much for listening today.